Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey everyone, we're here. We're going to preview the upcoming Christmas movies from Hallmark and Lifetime for October, which is 11 movies. Can you believe it? I am always shocked at how early they start. They've got to start early when they're going to release, I think in total Hallmark and Lifetime, it's going to be 70 movies. It's a lot. It is. Eventually, it's going to be Hallmark has 50 and Lifetime has 50 and we're going to be at 100. I I can't even. I know. And this comes into the whole, will we watch it or will we not watch it discussion? I think I did the math. And if we watched every single one of these movies for the entire two hours, we would be watching like seven days worth of movies. Oh my goodness. Which seems like maybe a little bit too much. Maybe. Maybe next year if we have sponsors and we're getting paid for this. (laughs) (laughs) Mark that down. Mark that down. Next year's goal. 2021. A lot of goals for that for next year. <laughs> Got to be better than this year. <laughs> one one can only hope. Yeah. So let's dive on in because we have a lot to get through. Carrie, you want to start? Sure. So first up, we have Christmas on Ice. Lifetime is doing movies on Fridays. So this is the first movie, Friday, October 23rd. It is about Courtney, a former U.S. figure skater who enlists the help of Noah, a former hockey player and dad, to help save the public skating rink when the Scrooge-like mayor announces it is closing. Hmm. The people in this are Abigail Klein, Ryan Cooper, Caroline Porto, Will Lyman, who I think is the mayor, and Mira Mahoney-Gross, who is the daughter. I didn't know any of these people. Did you know any of these people? I don't know Abigail Klein, but I do know Ryan Cooper. So he was in a Lifetime movie last year called Christmas a la Mode, which was okay. But what I really recognize him from, and this is from a few years ago, there used to be this app called Go90, and they had TV shows that they made for themselves on there. So this was a show called Confess, which was based off a book by Colleen Hoover. And so I really liked that series. It was only seven episodes, but that is what I know him from. And ironically, he starred opposite Katie LeClerc in that movie, that show and in the Christmas All Mode movie from last year. Oh. How odd is that? Yeah. Interesting. Like, they're years apart in the making, but same, same co-star. When these things happen, I sometimes wonder, they work together and recommend this person? I think that happens sometimes. I mean, the first thought in my mind is Adam Sandler. All of his things has basically the same cast. Yeah. All his friends. Well, do you think you'll watch this movie? I do because of Ryan. But I do have to point out that this movie sounds like every other skating movie with the Olympian and the ex-hockey player. Agreed. We were talking about this one where it's got Leah, Renee, and I think Niall Mater in it. Is that who's in that one? I know there is one with Niall. She gets injured, and then he's the dad of the little girl, mm-hmm. and she's like snotty, kind of, but then he brings her <laughs> down to earth. I don't know. <laughs> it is on my list. I'm going to watch it. What about you? I thought I might watch it since it's the first one. I was like, what else am I going to be on doing on a Friday night during COVID? That's true. So... It's funny to me that they kind of scooped Lifetime. They're they're going to be the first Christmas p- 
premiere of the season. Yeah, it was kind of smart. I thought this was actually really smart. We'll talk in November about some weird scheduling choices. Mm -hmm. But picking up Fridays is actually really genius because you're not going to have any other new movie competition. Yeah. Okay, so that was Christmas on Ice. We've got a yes and a maybe. The next premiere is Saturday, October 24th on Hallmark Channel. It's Jingle Bell Bride, which is kind of catchy to say. And it's about a wedding planner who goes to an Alaskan town to find a rare flower for a client. And she's charmed by the town and a local man who helps her. And it's starring Julie Gonzalo and Ronnie Rowe Jr. This sounds like an interesting movie, if odd, trying to find a rare flower in winter. But the big highlight, I thought, was it is an interracial couple again. I agree. And I'm super curious to find out if this one is better than Look Lodge. I feel like it's got to be. I hope so. I, I just know that I like Julie Gonzalo better than... Well, I I know her. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, I like her too. She was in The Sweetest Heart. That was one of the more recent ones. Yeah. With, I forget who, but she was with someone else and I do like her. And I'm also excited. It's in an Alaskan town. I don't think they shot this in Alaska, but surely they're going to have some nice shots of Canada. I bet they do. They always seem to throw in an Alaska one though. Doesn't this seem like a theme? They have a couple of Alaskan ones. Wasn't there one with Candace, Cameron Bure? Where the dad is like Santa. Well, yeah. Like she thought he was Santa. I don't even know. That wasn't my favorite one of hers. (laughs) I'd agree with that. So there's that. I marked this movie down as a maybe. The storyline doesn't catch my attention. Yeah. It doesn't seem super interesting. It seems more unique. Yeah. It just seems very random. Yeah. But I'm a maybe. And I find it interesting that it's called Jingle Bell Bride. Oh, because she's a wedding coordinator. I was oh. about to say, none of this is about weddings. <laughs> but okay, this yeah. is making more sense. I was confused for a second too, but you're right. That makes more sense. Because I think the flower is for a bride. A bouquet. Yeah. Her best friend's bouquet. <laughs> this is the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up is also on the 24th. It's a contentious one. Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. It's called Christmas Tree Lane. Mm. This one has Alicia Witt, who is also in (laughs) Christmas List, which is like one of my least favorite movies. At least you can name one. She was in a very merry mix-up, which I actually didn't hate. It's probably one of the only ones. I'm sorry, Alicia Witt. I think you're probably a very, very, very nice person you're just too perky for me oh it's her perkiness it really kind of grates my nerve what what is it about her that gets you or doesn't i guess i feel like we're getting into dangerous territory but (laughs) i think it's just the way she speaks her voice Uh, yeah which is ironic because you haven't gotten to the summary yet but she's a singer in real life oh yep this is true uh, hold on, I'll come back to the summary in a second. We do have Andrew Walker. He got capital L-O-V-E for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, there's Drake Hodgeston. Who is that? I know that you are not. This is not your your scene. But he plays John Black on Days of Our Lives. When I went to his page, I was like, oh, that's John! <laughs> From like my childhood years of watching Days of Our Lives. So... I actually was really excited that he was in this movie. And then the other person is Brianna Price, and I did not know who. 
I don't know who that is either. So this one is about a music store owner, Meg, who spearheads community efforts to save her street from demolition. She's shocked to find out that the man she's falling for is actually working for the company Meg's fighting. Hmm. And I will say, is this not the exact storyline of the Andrew Walker movie with the girl? I think it's Rachel Boston, maybe, where she's the baker. Yeah. Isn't he coming in to like get rid of the whole, buy up the whole town? Yeah, so I think it's funny because Andrew has been in a couple of these movies. You mentioned the Rachel Boston one, and my mind went to the Lacey Chabert one where he went to acquire her family's winery or something. Like, uh-huh. He's always out to snag some kind of small town business, street, whatever, and then has a change of heart. He is a good-looking businessman. That's Yes. Where he's cast at. That's his wheelhouse. Yes. <laughs> so, will you be watching? This This is a reluctant yes, because I got to watch Andrew, and so I will suffer. That's a little, probably a little strong, but suffer through watching Alicia. I do know that she, I'm, re- I'm pretty sure she wrote and produced this. So this is like her baby that she finally got off the ground. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's, um, you know, she can showcase all of her musical talents because that's what I feel is going to be pushed on this. But I guess when you can make what you want to make. You can do what you want. And she's pretty popular. I feel like a lot of people really like her. I mean, they must because they wouldn't ask her back if people didn't like her, right? That's true. Because we, we've, we've questioned how they pick who to come back and stuff so that's where that's that makes sense that people like her i don't get it but i'm just one person (laughs) okay that's that's enough for christmas tree lane agreed We're, we're done with that also on the 24th at the same time on lifetime we have christmas unwrapped which is about a reporter who learns the meaning of christmas by investigating a man who gives gifts and says they're from santa Um, I'm pretty sure I have heard this storyline before. It is starring Amber Stevens West, who is the only, she's been in like a couple of things as like a side character, but I really recognize her as a girl from 22 Jump Street because I love that movie. Uh, So I do like her. I haven't seen that movie, so. I'll carry. I'll carry. Um, And her co-star is Marco Grazzini who I don't know, but he will be in a second Lifetime movie later on, and that will be Lone Star Christmas. Oh, see, I had noticed that on his, but I didn't remember that being one of the ones on the list for whatever reason. I also noticed that Cheryl Ladd, who was noted as being in this one, mm-hmm. is also in another 2020 movie, Grounded for Christmas. Hmm. It's it's funny to me, the people who do double, who double up on the films. Yeah. Uh, This one, notably, is produced by Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yeah. So there's something. And there's a person of color. So that's another point in its favor. So, I'm, But I I marked this down as a maybe just because Lifetime, I'm pretty sure, had a movie like this last year. The guy, I don't think, said he was Santa, but he was giving out gifts. And there was a reporter following him around. Yeah, I marked it as a probably not. I had also forgotten that this was one with um, Tiffany Haddish. That's her name, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just screw that up, right? She produced it. 
I read it and I thought, oh, that might make that actually really interesting. But the storyline itself wasn't yeah. super appealing to me. The Santa ones never are for me. I, you don't like the magic of Christmas? I don't have anything against the magic of Christmas. I just don't know that Santa. I just, I just don't care for Santa. <laughs> you don't like Santa? I don't. I don't know. It's, these movies, I don't care when it's like, oh, I'm Santa. I'm giving these gifts away. Yeah, I can understand that. The next one that I have on my list is from Sunday, the 25th of October, Chateau Christmas. It's on the Hallmark Channel. Margot is a world-renowned pianist who returns to the Chateau to spend the holidays with her family and rediscover her passion for music. While there, her ex-boyfriend and former bandmate Jackson convinces her to headline the annual Christmas concert, and working together brings back all their old feelings. Oh, dear. This has Merritt Patterson. She's been in a lot of stuff, specifically Christmas at the Palace, The Christmas Cottage, A Royal Winter. Man, she likes the the royal ones, doesn't she? Well, they like her for the royal ones. That's true. <laughs> and Luke McFarlane, who I do really like. Me too. He's been in Scent, Sensibility, and Snowmen, The Mistletoe Promise, A Shoe Addict's Christmas, which I really liked. So I will probably watch this one, I think, because I like both of them. I put it down as a maybe just because I don't care about the story. Okay. But I do like both of them. I like Luke more than Merritt, but I'd agree with that too. I don't know. It's another Chris or yeah, it's another Christmas movie, of course. It's another music themed movie. Yeah, there's a lot more of those. I've noticed in recent years. That one year, two was it two years ago when they had Kelly Pickler in her first one and then Leanne Rhymes. And yeah, it and seemed like Christmas that year had a lot of music ones. Well, it definitely had those two. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I it just felt like there was a lot of them because I wasn't I wasn't used to it. Yeah, it just feels like because we've already talked about two and we've only talked about one, two, three, four, five movies. Two of them have to do with music, and we know for a fact there's a couple more coming up. Yep. Okay, so are we done with Chateau Christmas? I think so. So the next premiere is also on Sunday, October twenty fifth. It is delivered by Christmas, and it will be on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. So this one follows a bakery owner, Molly. She meets a widower who moves to town with his son. And she's also charmed by a secret client who happens to be the same man, unbeknownst to her. It stars Alvina August, who I don't know, and Ian Bailey, who I can't say that I know, but he was in the show Stalker from years ago. I don't know if you ever watched this, Carrie. I did not. Normally, I'm not one for scary shows, scary movies, but I did watch this, and I liked it. It got canceled. It freaked me out. There were some freaky scenes, but it was fun. See, and he was on Switched for Christmas, which was another Candace Cameron Beret one, mm. and he was, I think he was Pinocchio on Once Upon a Time. I haven't seen either of those, although Once Upon a Time's on my list. And then the girl, I recognized that she was on Nancy Drew, which I have watched like two episodes of, but never ended mm. up making my way back to it. Not because it wasn't interesting, just because I get distracted. So I was wondering if I, after I watched this, if I were to go watch that, if I, if I would remember that I had seen her in that show. Maybe. 
now that you say Nancy Drew, I think she might be the one that had she's in Sabrina on Netflix. Oh, I don't know, but maybe. I haven't watched it, but I know one of these people was in a lot of shows, and I feel like if you're on Net or on Nancy Drew, you might be on Sabrina. I put this down as a yes because I'm curious about the storyline. I'm not sure about the secret client who is this guy. Like, why wouldn't he reveal himself as his client to her? I don't know. I took it as he places orders with her at the bakery, but maybe his assistant picks them up. So she's never met him, but they talk about the orders and stuff like that. I just feel like he would know she runs this bakery where he places these orders. So like that there's some kind of subterfuge on his part. I guess it depends on how big of a town this is. Well, it's probably a small town. (laughs) You never know. Every once in a while, there's a big city one. Well, the other point this gets is another diversity point. But I think this is the last one that gets one. Yeah, I put this one down as yes, because I'm generally all for the ones where they're baking. I don't know why. (laughs) I just like those movies. I like baking. I think they're cute. All the little creations they make. Yeah. So sweet. So the next one is Forever Christmas, also on Sunday, the 25th. It's a Lifetime movie. This one, when we were looking this up, we both realized this already came out in 2018. Yes, it did. And I think that you've already seen it. Mm-hmm. But because I wanted to highlight the difference between the summaries from Lifetime and the summaries Yes, read it. From Hallmark, I <laughs> put it in here to quote it. I put quotes around it too. I know what you're going to say. When a workaholic reality TV producer, Sophie, starts working a holiday season show about Will a wildly sexy guy who celebrates Christmas every day of the year. She finds herself falling for her mysterious, unlikely new star, renewing her long-lost faith in Christmas in the process. Yep. Wildly sexy guy. You don't see that in Hallmark. No, but he is He is in Hallmark movies. He is. <laughs> and he's very good looking. He, Yes, he is. <laughs> I second this. So they're not really wrong. No. This has Chelsea Hobbs, mm-hmm. who the things that I noticed that she was in was a Martha's Vineyard mystery, the, that series. And then Nine Lives of Christmas, she played Blair, Superman's girlfriend. Oh, that's right. The mean girl. Yeah, the mean girl. And then Christopher Russell, wildly sexy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just to name a few, Christmas Unleashed, The Mistletoe Secret, Love in the Forecast. Wasn't he also, I couldn't see this one on the thing, but I maybe because when I was skimming it, I didn't notice it. Or maybe it's Love in the Forecast is actually the name of it. Was he not the guy with the blonde girl who goes to write, secretly write about this lodge? She's assigned like a review is that the one with Emily Ullerup? I think that's her name. Hold on. Let me let me, let me me Google her. What's what's her name? Emily what? Ullerup? U-L-L-E-R-U-P? Yes, that's who that is. Man, I'm oh, good. That's an interesting last name. <laughs> wow. Well, I think she's actually... I don't know that she's American. And I don't think she's Canadian because she has an accent. Danish. Danish, yeah. 
So I think he was in that movie with her. He was. Okay. I recognize Chelsea. I forever will mostly recognize her from Make It or Break It, which was this gymnastic show on ABC Family previously, now Freeform. So that's like the only thing I ever associate her with. So there's that. I don't I I did not know her from that show because I have not watched that show. I was gonna say they also mentioned two additional people, Matthew Anderson, who I noticed was a regular in the gourmet detective series, which I've never seen any of, and Jill Morrison, who was in Bottled with Love, the most romantic movie ever. <laughs> is she her aunt? I don't know. I don't know who she is. I didn't even look that far. I just was like, oh. And she was also in Marrying Father Christmas, which I believe I've I've seen before. I don't think I – I've seen clips of all those, but I did not watch. That is the rare Hallmark movie that got three movies, three series. Oh, Mar- Marrying Father Christmas? Yeah, because it's Finding Father Christmas, Engaging Father Christmas, and Marrying Father Christmas. Okay, then I lied. I have not seen that. I was thinking of a different movie. <laughs> oh. So will you be watching – Well, I put this down as a maybe because I'm pretty sure I've seen it. But I wanted to say that we mentioned that this is a re-airing of this movie because it was previously Mr. 365 from 2018. Which is a horrible name. I know. On Passion Flicks. Have you heard of Passion Flicks? Nope. Okay. So Passion Flicks was created a few years ago. And it's a company that creates movies or TV series based off romantic books mr 365 i don't know if i think it's based off a book and the funny thing about passion flicks is that they give ratings for the movie so you can decide how fiery you want your movie to be so forever christmas got two fire emojis for mildly titillating Oh my gosh. Which is just a step above their one fire emoji, which is the oh so vanilla category. <laughs> That's funny. It cracks me up when I looked that up today. Cause you know I had to I had to go see. That's really funny. Especially since they gave the wildly sexy guy Well he's he's wildly sexy for a lifetime. This is true. <laughs> I mean, although lifetime they like Lifetime used to be made, known for those TV movies where, like, it was just women who killed their husbands. Oh, I think they're still known for that. They just don't do that during Christmas. <laughs> Did you say that you're going to watch this? I put this one as a maybe also. Okay. I thought about watching it. Somebody who celebrates Christmas every day of the year would wear me out of Christmas. I love Christmas, but I think part of the appeal for Christmas is that it's not every day of the year. Yeah. So. I'm kind of, like, torn. I mean, maybe you can see how he makes it work and then be inspired. Well, we we shall see. I might watch it. Depends on if... Let's see. Did I put yes to any of the other movies on this day? I put yes to both the other movies on this day. So, oh, that's hmm. right. It's okay. I'm going to have Philo. I put yes to only one, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that is that is Forever Christmas. The next one is A Crafty Christmas, airing on Friday, October 30th. It will be on Lifetime. And if you decide to look this up, you might find that it's also called Crafting Christmas. 
And you might know that it's called A Crafty Christmas Romance, which is what I noticed today it's listed as on Lifetime's website. So we don't know what this movie will be officially called. It's got three names. But we do know what it is about. It follows the owner of a craft store who finds an old copy of A Christmas Carol among donations, along with a letter and a valuable coin. The letter is to Santa, and it's from 70 years ago. She teams up with a contractor, who is the guy who donated the book, to find the original owners. This is starring Nicola Posner and Bradford B. Johnson. I don't know either of them, although the Brad guy has been in movies I've seen, apparently. But I, he wasn't that big of a deal or something, because I don't recognize him. I think he was one of the one of the guys in Switched for Christmas where she's the twin Candace Cameron Beret. She's the twin mm-hmm. and they switch spots and they each fall in love with somebody in the other one's life. See, this just doesn't make me want to watch Switched for Christmas. <laughs> just because like based on the photos, I don't I don't find him or the Ian Bailey wildly my type. But that's neither here nor there, but that's how I partially judge some of these movies. Uh, anyway, this movie is similar, to me at least, to another Lifetime movie that aired last year with Tia Mori Hardricht and Jesse Hutch. And she owned the antique store, and they needed to find the owners of some, in- some antique thing. I think you watched that, Carrie. We watched that at the party. Oh, we did watch that together? I was going to say, I don't know this movie, but... I am pretty sure we watched this as you will learn sometimes i'm very bad at remembering what happens in movies and television shows i have watched alias with jennifer garner no yes all five seasons probably five times all the way through and i still don't remember what happens when like i know the things that happen but i get all the orders mixed up And then I completely, like, the second time I watched it through, I was like, this didn't happen. When did this happen? I don't remember this at all. So this is clearly me saying that this podcast is in my wheelhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't remember much of any of these. Because I don't remember much of any of it, but that's what notes are for. So This is true. So I marked this down as a maybe because it's like, meh. I marked this down... I think as a yes, mostly because it was on Friday by itself. <laughs> That's true. So I'll probably end up watching it, but mostly because what else am I going to watch? This is so interesting to me that all three channels decided to play Christmas movies on Halloween. Well, you know they're not going to make a Halloween movie, which I would watch. I would totally watch too. I mean, I guess you can't start play a Halloween movie after you've finished Fall Harvest and you've already moved on to two weeks worth of Christmas. Countdown to Christmas. Yeah. So the first one is unfortunately not the one that they had on there yesterday. Because <laughs> they changed the schedule. We can talk about that one next week. <laughs> one, It's called One Royal Holiday. So originally this was, what was it, Christmas with the Darlings? Mm-hmm. which we'll talk about on the next one when we get there. But I was really super excited about watching that one. And they've replaced it with One Royal Holiday, which the 
royal ones are not super my favorite. Mm-hmm. But this one's on Hallmark. When Anna offers a stranded mother and son shelter in a blizzard, she learns that they are the royal family of Galwick. Anna shows the prince how they do Christmas in her hometown, encouraging to encouraging him to open his heart and be true to himself. I put the people in here, but because they just changed this today, I don't know in I don't know any of these people's names. Therefore, I don't know what they're in. Do you know what they're in? Well, Laura Osnes, she was in a Hallmark Christmas movie last year with uh, I want to say his name was Steve Hazar, Hazar. I don't know. He played a veteran and she sang and they helped like he I think he helps veterans find dogs or something. So she's been in a couple of movies and I like her. And then Aaron, I love Aaron. And I don't think he's been in any Hallmark movies, but I know him from Les Mis and Broadway because he's amazing. Amazing. So that's what I got for you. Okay. I don't know that I know. I, I know I haven't seen that other movie. Was the other one, the one that Laura Osnes was in, was that uh, Movies and Mysteries? Actually, I think it was. I feel it like it was because it. it was serious. Yeah. So I don't think I've seen that one. And then Aaron Tev- Tevitt, is that how you say his last name? I don't know. I, d- I haven't seen Les Mis so that you can look down Ooh. your nose at me. I know. Did you watch, I think he was also in the show called, was it Graceland? Was that the ones where it's the cops? Yeah, and they're in like their safe house. Yes, and it something. turns out that one's against the other. Yeah. Let me, let me look him up. Because I have watched that. Yeah, and also Laura, now that I'm remembering. She was in, I think it's a summer movie or a spring movie, where she's a photographer at her aunt's bed and breakfast thing, and her ex-boyfriend's sister is getting married there. So she takes photographs, and he, they used to be a singing duo, her and the guy. I'm pretty sure we talked about this one because it aired not so long ago. And the guy was, um, he played in Greek. Nope. 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 Okay. Well, I'll go look at the movie and then I'll be like, oh, yes, I have seen this. <laughs> hey, it's Carrie. That sound means I'm coming to you from the future. I just wanted to chime in here, give you guys a little bit of a break from this longer episode, and let you know that. Stephanie was absolutely right. This made me laugh in post-production because I, for whatever reason, think I must have zoned out for a second and I could not figure out what Stephanie was talking about. But upon listening back, I immediately knew because we have actually talked about this at least three times. So I hope you enjoyed this little break from the show. We'll get back to it right now. I feel like we're getting off track. Um, <laughs> the thing I wanted to say about this movie was one, his the terrible hair that they did for poor Aaron. It's not good. The terrible preview photo that they've posted of Aaron that made him look so old. Yeah, they were not doing him in a, any no, favors. No, I, I am very disappointed. And then the other thing that I realized, 
I'm sad that for a royal movie, we're not going to be in a royal kingdom. So no castles or anything because she's going to be showing him her small town. Don't you think that by the end of it, they're going to fall in love and he's going to take her back to his kingdom? No, I think they're going to fall in love and I think they're going to kiss. But I think it's going to be in the small town. I don't think they're going to switch well, locations. I guess I have to watch this one now so I can see which one of us is right. <laughs> Yay! I switched you to a yes because I'm a yes. <laughs> I'll record so I can fast forward through the commercials, though. Well, I probably will do that anyway for everything because I hate commercials. Um, did you have anything else to add about One Royal Holiday? Nope. I have no opinions about this one other than the fact that they took off the one movie that I was really excited about in the month of October and moved it to November. <laughs> See, it's funny. So I'm excited about watching One Royal Holiday, and I'm excited about watching this next one, which airs Saturday, October 31st, same time. Uh, or actually, I don't know if they're going to be no, at the same time. one's at 8 and one's at 9. Hallmark is always at 8 and Hallmark movies Hallmark and movies is okay. always at 9. Yeah, so it's Cranberry Christmas, which, as we've mentioned, is going to be on Hallmark's Movie and Mysteries. And it's about a separated couple who have to feign marital bliss on TV to help their town's Christmas festival and their business. And it's starring Nikki Deloche and Benjamin Ayers. So I like Nikki in person. Her movies aren't always my favorite, but they're growing on me because I'm liking her more. And then Benjamin, I'm just like, meh, I'm okay. <laughs> he's not my least favorite, but he's not my favorite. I don't think I recognized him for anything. I wrote down a couple of things that he was in, Love by Chance and Falling for Vermont. But I don't think I've seen either one of those. Those are off season. And I've been very cheap in recent years where I don't pay for cable or anything like that. So I watched a lot of these Hallmark movies with my mom at Christmas time. And we would just watch all the Christmas movies together. So I think I missed those. He was in a Rocky Mount. No, that's the Christopher Palaha one. The blue, a Blue Ridge Christmas, something along those lines, last year with Rachel Lee Cook. My mom doesn't like Rachel Lee Cook, I don't think. Oh, then you probably haven't seen it. He also has his own mystery series with Allison Sweeney. Oh, see. Don't like Allison either. Well, okay, Days of Our Lives again. I love Days of Our Lives. But Sammy on Days of Our Lives, while Allison is amazing at playing her, Sammy mm -hmm. is so unlikable the majority of the time that it just gives you a bad taste about it. And then I'm like, I don't really want to watch her in other movies because I just don't. I get it. Well, I am excited to watch this because this movie is definitely different from the normal Hallmark Fair where, I mean, the couple's already together and now they're actually separated. That is true. And then so we get to see them rekindling their love and they're not like already divorced or they're not high school sweethearts that had to break up and they're coming, you know? Yep. Because we have had rekindling love stories, but this one is nice because it's a little different. So I have this as a yes. I had this as a maybe. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't know. This was when I thought that the other movie was going to be on the same day. And I was like, well, all my efforts are going there. <laughs> if that movie comes out and you're like oh this is terrible that's gonna be so sad oh my gosh i will cry because i love everything else that katrina law has been in <laughs> <laughs> 
We shall see. We, we shall, shall see. see. All right. So for the last one, Candy Cane Christmas. This one is the neighborhood that houses Candy Cane Lane. Phoebe's favorite Christmas tradition chooses not to do it this year. So she searches for a new tradition. She finds that it's not the traditions, but who you spend it with and ultimately finds love. This one has Beverly Mitchell from Seventh Heaven fame, Mm -hmm. but she's also been in a lot of these Christmas movies lately. She's been in the one Christmas movie I know her from is the, I can't even remember. It's like the Christmas shopper or something. And I really like it. It's where this buttoned up business guy hires a personal shopper for him and they fall in love. And so Beverly is the personal shopper's sister. It's really cute. Okay. I don't think I've seen that one, but I did mark down a couple. Rock and Roll Christmas and Hometown Christmas. I don't think either one of them I have seen, though. Mark Ganymede. Yeah, He was in... I knew him from Christmas with a View. Have you seen that one? No, but that's on Netflix, right? It is on Netflix, and it's just... Okay, it's got this other girl that also played in plays in Heartland on it. She's one of the vets on Heartland um, in it, and it was okay. It wasn't amazing, but I think he's the cook. Okay. See, I, I've seen the preview multiple times because Netflix will run it. Yeah. I'm like, eh, this doesn't look that interesting. I actually, when I looked him up, he was in a Lifetime movie from last year called Always and Forever Christmas, and I thought he was very attractive in that movie. So... I would just watch it because I think he's attractive. I haven't seen that one, though. This one was another small town. He owns a business, and the girl he falls in love with, she owns a business across the street, which I am just remembering, is the same building and set for the Rachel Boston and Andrew Walker movie. Oh, where she owns the bakery? Yeah. You're so good at recognizing that. I never recognize that it's the same set. Sometimes it's just very obvious. Like it's the same building and they don't change the inside very much. And I'm like, this is the same freaking thing. Come on now. Well, I am really excited about this movie. It's a yes on my mind because I'm from Kansas City. We're right outside of Kansas City in a little town called Prairie Village. And... In Prairie Village, there was two things that I got super excited for when I was a kid at Christmas. One was this man turns his garage, no, the inside of his house into Santa's workshop with Ooh. like dolls that move and everything. And you can go Ooh. stand outside his door, outside his the window and like watch the elves work. Oh, okay. That's cute. It's It was really cool when I was a kid. <laughs> They might not even do it anymore. I mean, we're that was a while ago. And then second was we had a candy cane lane. And we'd always go down and we would drive through candy cane lane and every house in the neighborhood decorated for it. Aww. I don't think they do it anymore. Which is where I would be, I would totally be Phoebe. And I'd be like, no. You would be this girl. I, that would be me. And you need to find this guy. And also, I don't think you read this part because... IMDb had way more info in the summary than Lifetime site. Okay. And it said that he is a vet, a veterinarian. Oh, see, I would love him. Yes. He is heartbroken and closed off because of a breakup, a breakup, but he's willing to fall in love. I hope so, because he's going to fall in love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that's what I meant. Like, he's going to fall in love. (laughs) Well... 
this sounds like a great movie in my opinion i marked it as a yes too so also one of the people that they had as like the secondary characters listed mm-hmm. was a person named benedict belazare have you heard of this person um i don't know should i have heard no but what i was so shocked about is benedict is a girl oh i know i was like wait what i was not expecting it her parents must have been fans of benedict arnold or something (laughs) is anybody a fan of benedict arnold the british (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know i was just so interested like that and maybe i was looking at the wrong person no her name is benedict it has an e on the end maybe it's said differently I don't know. But I just thought it was so interesting that that was a girl. That is interesting. Names these days, I swear. So I have officially have two out of 11 that I'm looking forward to watching, but I have six out of 11 that are yeses. I guess that's not too too bad. I have six out of 11 that are yeses, and then I guess I'm throwing in whatever that other one is. What was that last one that we were like, okay, one royal holiday. So I guess I have seven. That was a no. And then I had a couple that were maybe. Yeah. I mean, I have a fair amount of maybes. But I'm like you. Only a couple of these I'm really interested in. Yeah. And it's not that I even have super high hopes because I know they trot out the the not great ones first to kind of warm you up for like the heavy hitters later on. So I don't have super high expectations, but. I am looking forward to a couple. But what's interesting to me is they have, acting-wise, they have some heavy hitters. I mean, they put Andrew Walker the first mm. day, which is kind of shocking to me. They want to draw a crowd, at least, for that first day. Yeah. And then, you know, they have, like, Merritt Patterson and Luke McFarlane. They're in a ton of stuff. And then Nikki Deloach. Yeah. I guess so. I just feel like these early movies are never that great. I'm just like, Meh. they just all run together. Kind of like Fall Harvest. <laughs> yep. They, ha- they have a formula. They have a way of doing these things. We're going to crack it. Yep. <laughs> that sums up what's coming up in October. We will do another episode in the future to talk about what's coming up in November. And then also an episode to talk about what's happening in December. Mm-hmm. But our next episode... It's fun. It's going to be a fun one. We're going to talk about some of our pet peeves. Because we have a lot of them. Yep. And they keep coming up. The more of these we watch and we're like, oh, let's add that to the list. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long list. I'm only getting longer. (laughs) For real. But yes, looking forward to that episode. Me too. It'll be fun. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.